The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Bright and early, and don't forget traffic and weather together every 39 minutes on the nines. That's not convenient. All morning long. All morning. We'll get you where you need to go. Uh, As you're starting early, getting ready for work. (laughs) 888-900-3393. Really good news because... uh, And the good thing about the caravan that's on its way, it's only grown to 14,000 people. At least according to some reports that were posted on the Drudge Report. Now that's coming from a Mexican city where the people are taking care of them right now. Uh, so Well, they can keep taking care of them as far as I'm concerned. I wish they would. <laughs> the Mexican El Universal news outlets outlet is reporting that more than 14,000 Hondurans, not counting people, not counting people from other countries that are marching toward the U.S. <laughs> oh, no. 14,000 not counting other countries. And I, I heard something where mm. only 237 people, 237, <clears throat> have actually filed for asylum in this country. <laughs> Got to plan ahead, y'all. Uh, the first group uh, walked 37 kilometers. What is that? 37,000 miles? Is it 37 feet? There's no way to tell. There's it's no not. way of knowing. That's true. A stinking metric system. I, who knows? <laughs> Why do they keep doing that? I don't... I don't have any concept of how far that was for these poor people. <laughs> but that that group was comprised of 5,333, as they put it, children, women, and men. Later that <laughs> afternoon, more than 3,000 children, women, and men um, started to walk under the rain, as they described it. <clears throat> so that's the thing. They want us to believe that this is... All about the children. Oh, they love the children. Why would you? That's horrifying. What kind of freak would try to stop the children? I love the twelve-year-old boy children. We want the twelve-year-old boy children to come to America, the United States of America. What kind of freak doesn't want that? It's horrifying. So. Yesterday, I'm looking at all these photos of this mass invasion. Mm -hmm. uh, As the Democrats are calling us hateful, and we're being lectured by them that we're not good Christians because we are concerned about our country. It's fear-mongering if you're to say anything negative uh, about this situation. Look at some of these pictures, um, and let's just count... How many, many children? Look at that. Uh, Look at the children. That's some big children there. Yeah, some of the children uh, have early facial hair Uh uh, growing in. Uh, Tattoos as well. Tattoos, Uh they're all tatted up. Wow. Let's look for the women. Uh, I see one. Yeah, there's one right there with the hat. Yeah, it looks like that might be a woman. I don't know how that person identifies. 30 people in the picture. Um. I'm sure it was just cropped yeah, conveniently I mean, to sure. make your point. Here's another. Okay, uh, here we go. All right, carrying a Honduran flag, which always ingrati- ingratiates you to Going these the wrong way. Uh, wonderful people. 
if you're proud enough of your country to be carrying their flag on a 2600 mile sojourn what are you doing with a with a if you love it why and you're carrying the flag all that way why'd you leave hmm. fascinating but again count the children <laughs> the children i don't see any michael Look at all of those children Oh, <laughs> it's beautiful how many look children are coming. Size of oh, and look crowd. at that. Look at that. It stretches on, I don't know, what is that, a mile that we can see? A kilometer. That doesn't help me, though. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know it stretches more than, more than a foot, but is that <laughs> a thousand miles? I don't know. If it's uh, a kilometer, look at that. I mean, that is unbelievable. That is mm. an invasion. Unreal. And again, we're the bad guys, though. We're we're lectured that we're not being good Christians. Whether whether it's being told that we have to accept seventy five hundred people or fourteen thousand people, we know nothing about her who are just marching here and will arrive all at once into our nation. We just have to accept that. Or we're racist, we're evil, we're haters, or we, we also have to accept that. Uh, I guess we don't care about women because they should be able to kill all the babies they please. Or uh, we're not good Christians because we don't feel like we need to pay more taxes to help our fellow human beings. Um, You know, as Barack Obama lectured us when he was in office about how Christ-like that is. Give up some of the tax breaks that I enjoy. I actually think that's going to make economic sense. But for me as a Christian, Christian. it also coincides with Jesus' teaching that Mm. for unto whom much is given, much shall be required. That is despicable. It mirrors. That is, I mean, that's the only time he ever was a devout Christian who wanted to preach the gospel. So Jesus' teaching that unto whom much is given, much will be required. Okay, so let me get this straight. Jesus was asking us to just accept and love and embrace and promote the fact that government should force us to hand over an even higher percentage of our earnings to them, right? (laughs) I think I missed that sermon. You know, the one where he said we need to be willing to have Caesar take more money from wealthy people or those just doing pretty well. So that the uh, Roman army can be better armed. So that they can conquer more nations. So the Roman Senate can pocket most of it. And then redistribute uh, redistribute uh, the rest of it to the people who help them get to where they are in the, in the Senate. And then, <clears throat> you know, maybe if there's anything left over, maybe they'll toss a coin to a widow. Just to shut the masses up. Then again, it's more likely the widow is just left out in the cold. I, I can't take these. I can't take the hypocrisy of these people using Christianity as a wedge against us. Obviously, the Lord expects us to give. But he doesn't expect the government to force it out of our hands and then do whatever they choose with it. Force is not a principle of God. Force comes from the adversary. And taxation is not charity. It's a government overstepping its bounds, oppressing its citizens. 
I, you know, I just hope nobody's taken in by this Marxist rhetoric. Uh, where these Democrats pretend they are the fair and righteous ones. They're the ones who care. We care about the poor and the children. And that's why we love this caravan on its way to our country. Yeah, the caravan is on its way. Just 14,000 people. That's nothing we can't handle. It's the most prosperous nation in the history of the world. We can handle whatever they throw at us, and nothing will ever go wrong. I love how they're continually asking Trump for proof about the things he's saying about this mass of people, this invasion that's on its way. And he's been saying, look, there's going to be bad apples mixed in with this group. How do you know that? What proof do you have? Just the law of averages tells you out of 14,000 people, some of them, some of them may have nefarious intentions. Hmm. Pretty outrageous to think that? No, of course there's going to be some. Is it 1%? I don't know. Is it one-tenth of 1%? There's going to be enough people that are sneaking into the country out of 14,000 all at once that we're not going to like the result. Yeah, but I'm sure these are the uh, 14,000 mm. most healthy people oh, sure. in Central America. Mm-hmm. They're not bringing any kind of uh, disease. No, or... these are the well-educated. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are bringing uh, all of their knowledge and adding it to our own. We can't even ask. We're not even supposed to worry about that. It's just, well, they, they need us, so we have to. We shouldn't even know who they are. We should. Uh, you look at those photos. They're almost all able-bodied young men. Are there some families in there and some children? Yes, of course there are. I think the vast majority of these are men, though. Mm-hmm. Like, as we just saw. Are you telling me that there's no MS-13 gang members among them? There's no Middle Easterners among them. Those are a couple of the things that the president has brought up. And yesterday he admitted, well, I, no, I don't have proof, but it just stands to reason. Okay, well, then that's just hateful. Well, what proof do you have that every single one of these people are choir boys and girls? <laughs> what? I, I, it's And there's a second caravan uh-huh. on its way. Yeah, the caravan. Around another th- thousand or so people crossed the border from Honduras into Guatemala. Uh, and then arrived in the town of uh, Chiquamula on, uh, on Monday night. <laughs> so they're following the group that has 14,000. Here's another thousand. You know that's going to pick up steam. Mm-hmm. There's going to be thirty or 40,000 people by the time it gets the, to the southern border of the U.S. Yep. But now we have an answer for when Alex Jones asks, where are the men? We could just say <laughs> their caravan they're on the way. this way. So hey, just... rest easy, Alex. <laughs> they're on their way. Hey, what's the quickest you think a fence, just a fence, has been erected, you know? Um, yeah, well, we could... there is a fence over, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. 130 feet of the border. So <laughs> Can we get a couple more? Rest easy. I mean, Nah, we don't need it. You know, the natural terrain takes care of the rest oh, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some private prop- property in there. And we care so much about private property rights. <laughs> Shepard Smith oh. is is waging a one-man battle uh, against the president on this issue. And I, I don't know where he gets all his wisdom about uh, this caravan, this invasion. But he, they can do no wrong in his eyes. 
And anybody who even brings something up is fear-mongering. Here's what he said yesterday. Thousands of migrants, including women and children and babies, some in diapers and strollers, is pressing onward to the very southern part of Mexico in the general direction of the United States border. The president has called it an assault on the U.S. border. It is absolutely not. It's nowhere near the U.S. border. The group today. For a second, if you can. Some have called it an assault on the border. It's absolutely not. They're nowhere near the border. (laughs) That would be a legitimate point if they'd stopped now and reached their destination and it was over. (laughs) They're going to be at our border. (sighs) This is absolute buffoonery. All right. He had more. It is absolutely not. It's nowhere near the U.S. border. The group today is in the, at the southern tip of Mexico in the town of Hixtella. Hixtella, I should say. Google says that's a 1,082-mile walk to McAllen, Texas on the U.S. border. A 353-hour walk, says Google. At eight hours a day, seven days a week, they're at least 44 days away at minimum. And the heat has been brutal. Right now in Wixtella, it's 92 degrees with a feels like of 105. The walkers are reported to be exhausted, many sick, riddled with injuries from the hard journey. Can we stop it there? There's cons- uh, and who forced them to make this trip? Yeah, this isn't the I- Baton Death March, man. What are you t- I mean- They're not being forced to march. Oh, Donald Trump went down there with a machete, and he demanded that these people start marching. I want you to march, and I want you to march now in the autumn heat. Uh, And I want you to get tired. (laughs) What? Okay, so they're tired. Plus, there's no cars picking them up, no trucks picking them up, no semis picking them up. Mm -hmm. We've seen that, right? All the things that you've seen pick them up, all the vehicles that they've gotten into and ridden for miles on end, those are mirages. Yeah, those are optical illusions created by the heat rising off of the pavement. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. I know. But fortunately, we've got Shep Smith to remind Uh us of just how non-threatening all of this is. Let's say it is just, well, let's let him finish. (laughs) Go ahead. Out in Wixtella, it's 92 degrees with a feels like of 105. Feels like. The walkers are reported to be exhausted, many sick, riddled with injuries from the hard journey. There's concern that children could die if they pass out because there aren't enough ambulances and doctors even to treat them. Fox News spoke with one woman who sprained her ankle days ago, but she's still carrying her own daughter and refusing to give up. What do you want? We all help each other. Whatever happens to us, there we are. My group doesn't leave me behind. When I cough, my chest and throat hurt. I feel very bad. All my body is hurting. I can't stand it. But we can't give up because the situation is not so easy in our country. The situation is not so easy in our country. What would it take for you to walk with your family for more than 1,100 miles in 105 degree feels like temperature with an entire government telling you we don't want you to seek asylum from whatever it is you're trying to escape? Imagine. Imagine. Let's take a look at how all this really began. Let's do the it. politics aside, please. Oh, yeah, pl- for years, central. Stop it there. <laughs> politics aside, please. <clears throat> like that's not important. Mm. That this was funded by Venezuela 
or Honduran Marxists. Don't worry about any of that. Let's put that aside, please. Do you know how thirsty some of these MS-13 gang members are? They haven't, they haven't killed anyone and drank their blood in about seven days. And so, you know how difficult this is? And of course, they're not all going to be gang members. The vast majority of the people coming here, I'm sure, are wonderful, decent, hardworking people. But for him to make this out, as first of all, if even if they are all of the things he says, we didn't do that. We didn't do that to them. They are doing it. They are choosing this. They are sentient human beings who have made a choice here. They weighed the possibilities. They weighed the consequences. They decided it was worth it to break our law and just come into our country and just wind up wherever they wanted to. And we're not supposed to do anything about it. We're not supposed to say, hey, uh, no, we can't take 14,000 people on all at once. Is it going to double in size again? Probably. It's already 14 times the size it was at the beginning. And there's a second caravan. So there's the other consideration as well. Let's say they're all wonderful. And you allow all of them to cross the border and it's it's fine. They'll assimilate into our society or they won't. They'll live in the shadows. And then the next thousand uh, that's right behind them winds up to be another 5,000. You've got almost 20,000 people here. Good. Okay, that's fine. In a matter of days. And then what does that say to the next caravan and the one after that and the one after that and the one after that? They did a survey a few years ago in Mexico. I think it was a, uh, I think it was a Gallup poll. One third of the Mexican population wants to immigrate to the United States. One third of them. There's 130 million. That means 40 million people would consider <laughs> sneaking into our country illegally. I just, I, and, and it's supposed to be fine. We're hateful and xenophobic and racist for saying anything about it and raising, you know, a red flag at least. And Shepard continued. Politics aside, please. Please. For years, Central years. Americans have been during, enduring extreme gang violence and poverty across huh. entire nations. Huh. Sometimes they travel they in caravans up toward the U.S. border to seek asylum, as they did back in April. Hang on again. Or to raise I, I awareness about... I can't get through... I can't get through a paragraph with this guy. Uh-huh. Why aren't Hondurans doing something about it? If, as you say, the gang violence is that bad, intervene! Stop it! Fight! For your country. Yeah. Fight for it. I'm kind of hung up on the guy coughing with his chest hurting. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is he carrying up here with him? Just saying. Yeah, that's great, too. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's okay. selfish. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. My bad. Wow. Mm-hmm. At least you've revealed yourself. You've, you've been exposed as the hater you are. Okay. Mongering yes. in hatred. Yes. As hate mongers always monger. I, you're hitting a home run here. Yes. Uh, thus the name hate monger when you're mongering yep i don't appreciate your mongering okay i S- S- shepherd doesn't appreciate your mongering <laughs> well, and he's going to tell you more about that right now okay well, as they did back in april 
or to raise awareness about their hardships. This particular caravan started in Honduras. And according to the reporting of the Daily Beast, it swelled in size from a few hundred to thousands after a local TV network in Honduras, Honduras. reported that a Honduran organizer was going to pay for everybody's food and transportation because usually you have to pay a mule and usually you have to pay exorbitant fees like a thousand, seven thousand American dollars just to get your way on this walk. Where did they get that money? So Hondurans who wanted to leave thinking somebody was going to pay for it all just came running. The caravan headed through Guatemala with immigrants joining along the way. We know this. And forced its way through a security fence at the Mexican border oh, yeah, on that Friday. Really good to do. They the caravan tried to cross a bridge. Who can uh, forget they, this picture into Mexico? But they ran into Mexican police uh-huh. yeah. with riot shields and pepper spray at the and other just end. Overran them too, so right, some of the Chip? migrants started jumping off the bridge. Right. So they could cross the river below. Some of them in rafts. Rafts. Some through waist deep or waist high water. Is this Some with their children and the injuries and all the rest. And remember, it's in the 90s and it feels <laughs> like it's 100. Is this supposed to get us to sympathize And since then, they've kept marching through the southern Mexican towns. Tiny little towns on tiny little roads with very little infrastructure and not a lot of help. That is your point. And L.A. Times reporter said the caravan... For a second again. Here's the point. Uh-huh. Yeah, tiny little towns with tiny little infrastructure. So where is their sustenance coming from? It's coming from... Uh, they've got some kind of supply chain. <laughs> They've got a supply chain from Venezuela's government or the old Honduras one, the Marxist government. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So George Soros, I don't know. Don't somebody's say, funding these people. You said Honduras. Uh, Shep just taught us it's actually Honduras. Honduras. It's also not Managua, Nicaragua. It's Managua, Nicaragua. Managua, Nicaragua. Let's hear more. In town, if we can. tiny little towns on tiny, tiny little tiny roads little. with very little infrastructure and not little a lot feet. of help. They have those teeny little An feet. L.A. Times reporter yeah. said the caravan was more than two miles long at one point, just the caravan yeah, itself, and that people stuff. near the <laughs> back were stumbling in the extreme heat. Where have they been sleeping? Well, they sleep in the streets, oh, no. the burning hot streets, the wrapping themselves streets. in blankets and, and pieces of plastic. <laughs> An Associated Press reporter said there was a chorus of coughs this morning Not a chorus for of migrants coughs. who appear to be developing respiratory problems. <laughs> and they're doing it and continuing hey, to walk hey, politics aside, because man. everything right. is so horrible at home. Everything. They're not coming to get anyone. Good gosh. They're seeking relief from their hell at home. Okay. And that's the truth. That's beautiful, Shep. You have moved me deeply. Here's what I recommend. You open up your home to these people. Uh-huh. You open open your home and your hearth and your mind, and you lovingly embrace all of them. If you know they've been through so much, and you're so deeply moved by it, then why don't you take on I don't know five or ten of them? I'm sure your house is large and inviting. Well, look, I mean, I, I was checking to see where does Shep Smith live. I don't know at this moment where he lives, but I know that uh, just last year mm. he was uh, listing a condo in New York City uh, for $5 million. Mm. Um, if he sold it, he could probably just maybe he could be the supply chain for them. But If it, it hasn't sold, he should yeah, just let people stay there. Yeah, it's, it's got 2,341 square feet. How many migrants would want to live there? I mean, that's plenty of room. That's luxury living for those, uh, those people who are so sleeping on burning streets. Why Some of them actually it? burst into flame. Is that right? Yeah. Why are they under Spontaneously blankets? combusted. Uh, they need asbestos blankets is what they need I because uh, it is so hot at night. 
that it's actually hotter on the pavement than it was when the sun was up. I don't know how that works. It's like, you know, several kilometers down, the the earth is incredibly hot, several million degrees. And I think that's what's burning these people up. Uh-huh. It is, it is heart wrenching. Uh, our sponsor of this portion of Pack Ray, at least, is uh, Tac Pack. What is Tac Pack? It is Tac T A C, as in tactical, and Pack as in package. So it's a tactical package, and it's the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, EDC, and shooting enthusiasts. If you are, uh, if you enjoy. Hunting, you know, target practice, uh, whatever. Look at the cool stuff that comes in this. You get you get a magazine. You get all kinds of tools. An AR-15 wrench. That is awesome. AR-15 uh, anti-rotation pin set. So every month for just forty nine ninety five, you get at least $110 worth of gear. So, I mean, you're doubling your money from different companies like 511 Tactical, uh, he- Hexmag, Black Rifle Coffee, Ready Man, and Gerber. They send out AR parts. They send out tools and knives and a mixture of other tactical gear and equipment. Really great. Sign up today and make it in time for the November pack. Worth 120 bucks, And that includes a huge AR-15 part. A tool, a unique tool from Real Avid, winter weather apparel, plus a great everyday carry piece from Maglite. Use the offer code PAT when you check out, and you'll get a free gun cleaning mat that'll ship out separately from your monthly pack. It's just, again, this is $49.95 a month. You get over $110. It's usually between $100. Well, it's always between $110 and $150 worth of stuff. Go to TACPAC.com, T-A-C-P-A-C-K, TACPAC.com. Sign up today. TACPAC.com, offer code PAT. And... We have to go back into the moving situation of the the beautiful caravan of yeah, the caravan is on its way. On its way, and and we should listen to Shep. That's a good thing. <laughs> it's a really good thing, uh, and we we need to help. They're they're guilting us into it. I feel terrible about the fear mongering that has gone on here. It's despicable. How Republicans and conservatives act. Uh, they have no compassion at all. By the way, President, uh, Vice President Mike Pence, old Freudian slip there, said, <laughs> uh, said that the president of Honduras told him who's actually funding the controversial caravan. It's organized by leftist organizations and financed by uh, Venezuela. Hmm. Okay. Um, he told the media about the revelation during a media briefing in the Oval Office. At the president's direction, I spoke to President Hernandez of Honduras. He told me that the caravan, uh, oh, it's Valenzuela, not Venezuela. It's the, uh, you know, the former leader, the Marxist in Honduras. Oh. He's financing it. And they're making their way through Mexico, of course. As Shep told you, they're nowhere near. This is not an assault on our border. They're nowhere near our border. <laughs> I mean, what, what are they? Are they? Are they trekking to where? Where, where are they going, Shep? Honestly, where are they going? Don't insult us like they're that. They're just man. trying trying to get to Mexico City, where they're gonna 
they're all going to stay because life yeah. is great in Mexico. Big soccer City. game there. I mean, yeah, what, what are we doing? But that's where everybody wants to go is Mexico City, and you know, we all know it. And so I'm sure that's where they're headed. Uh, but the president uh, tweeted out, "Okay, yes, Valenzuela and other leftist organizations, and the Democrats maybe." Uh, it sounds like you're teasing about that, but where's the proof that Democrats are paying for the caravan, added Jim Acosta. Why would they pay for a caravan? I love these questions. Why would they do such a thing? Were you born yesterday? Are you serious? Why would they do for political gain? For votes. They want people to vote for them. That's why. No, that's difficult to understand, Jim Acosta. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what? When your ears aren't clean, you can't hear wonderful things like uh, Shepard Smith's plea on behalf of these wonderful people, these good, decent, hardworking people. And so, you can't hear everything. Um, your ears itch. Sometimes they're painful. Gets all plugged up. You sound like you're talking in a tunnel. But there is relief, and it's not a Q-tip, and it's not a candle. It's the Wax RX system, which comes f- with everything you need to get rid of earwax. Wax softening drops break down the earwax. Then there's a specially engineered pump that's fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the right amount of pressure to flush all of that away. And then you got the pH conditioned formula to rinse and soothe your ears. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable ear wash system today. Use the offer code RADIO. And you get free standard shipping. Great deal and a great product. Use WaxRx.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Worship leader Caleb tweets. Whenever I hear someone quote scripture out of context, I immediately assume they're trying to get my vote. Uh, from Barry Jackson, give them directions to the Shepherd Smith bed and breakfast. Yes, <laughs> yes, his house. I wish we knew the address. I'd love to. I'd love to send them all there. Uh, from Struggling Lumby, I have a song request for Pat. I would walk five hundred miles. I mm. would walk five hundred miles, and I would walk five hundred more just to be a man who walked to. Thousand miles to fall down at your door. Wait, we're not going to do the. Uh, yeah, where's that song when you need it? They walked uh, six times 500 miles. Wow. Almost, almost 3,000. I think it's like a 2,600 mile walk. It's more than I've walked in my life. And those strollers, man, those are built to last. Mm-hmm. The strollers that you see pushing babies mm-hmm. with all kinds of luggage on them. Oh, those things will hold up under any conditions. Well, it's not like you're going to get it replenished along the way. No, and it's not like you're going to get a ride from somebody and then get out and walk a little bit for the cameras mm-hmm. and then get back into a truck, a vehicle of some kind, and then drive some more. You're saying it's, it's not, not like that. It's not like, like that. It's not no. like that. It's, here's what it is like. It's like the company who produces strollers, and I've forgotten the name of them, but there's you know there's several, but there's a really good one, and these last forever. Oh, the Graco, yeah, the Graco scroll. Yes, yeah. yes, that's okay. one. Hmm. Um, and I'm sure these are all top of the line strollers that can hold up under any conditions. 
blazing heat, long distances. You'd never have a wheel break off or anything come apart. That wouldn't happen. No. Uh, so have an interesting uh, flow chart. Oh, yeah, the Blaze tweeted out something helpful last night in case you were trying to figure out what a caravan mm. was exactly. And we all are, right? We're mm. all trying to figure out a caravan. Now the caravan is on its way. Its way, we want to we want to know who these people are, and we want to know, well, you know, the Democrats don't, but some people want to know who they are and why they're here. So here's a flow chart. Uh, <laughs> on the left is... Um, a roomy means of transportation yeah. for kids to scooter practice. Uh, to so- soccer, soccer, soccer practice, practice. Not scooter practice. It's a caravan. It's like a Dodge caravan. <laughs> right. Uh, it's, for ta- it's for taking your kids to soccer practice. Um, you know, typically with some snacks in the back. Um, is it a caravan if it has lots of camels? Yes. Okay, another yes, way to is. know so if it's that's a caravan. Another one. All right. So it could be a Dodge caravan. Dodge caravan. It could be a camel caravan. Camels. We've seen a lot of those in movies, and, and if you've ever been to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, now, thousands of individuals from foreign nations attempting illegal uh, entrance into our nation. Is that a caravan, Pat? No. Oh. No. That's called an invasion. So they're a little okay. simple flowchart you can follow. Maybe we should that. send that out to uh, yeah. Ship Smith. Uh-huh. At Ship Smith. Uh, I'm sure he's out there somewhere. Let's Somewhere. Uh-huh. We'll send that to him. You know, and the interesting thing is, Shepard Smith is talking down to his audience. Oh, my gosh. Like he's the all-knowing, all-wise being, and everybody watching him, because these are conservative people watching him who vehemently disagree with what he's saying. And he's acting as if you're buffoons, and you don't know what you're talking about, and he needs to intervene and really learn you some manners. It's... It's really uh, it's condescending. It's uh, it pisses me off. <laughs> Just I don't know how he makes it on Fox News. I really don't. When MSNBC would be a much better home for him. Uh, yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And again, it has swelled to about fourteen thousand people. They're saying. Even if, again, if they have the best intentions, what are we supposed to do with that? Not only in the immediate uh, moment, but down the road when we've sent that signal. Just come here in a big group of people. We can't do anything but welcome you with open arms. Come on in. (laughs) Is that how anybody operates in their home? I don't think so. You know, and you have people like the Pope talking about immigration and how bad our policy is and how we shouldn't be building walls between our neighbors and, and, and ourselves. It's, and, and then you look at that massive wall around the Vatican. Well, tear that thing down. Mm-hmm. Pope Francis, tear down this wall. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know how, you know... That escapes them. The unbelievable hypocrisy. Of course, they don't care. Yeah, they're saying, never challenged it on it. They, it, don't they just don't care. <clears throat> just doesn't matter to them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And it Pat unleashed. Uh, President Trump was talking about Elizabeth Warren. We didn't get to this yesterday, and I wanted to because <laughs> it's brilliant, uh, as it often is when he gets on a roll. 
<laughs> and gets off prompter. Here's what he had to say about uh, Elizabeth Warren's recent DNA test. Bad thing happened last week because Elizabeth Warren was exposed as being a total fraud. And I can no longer call her Pocahontas because she has no Indian blood. I can't call her. I can't call her Pocahontas. She doesn't qualify. She has. I've been saying it for a long time. I've been saying it for a year and a half. I said, I have more Indian blood than she has, and I have none. I have none, but I have more than she has. But I can't use the name Pocahontas anymore, but if you don't mind, I will anyway. Is that okay? We got to keep her down. Oh, man. So he can't use the name Pocahontas anymore, Uh, but I'm going to anyway. Wait, you just said you couldn't. Well, yeah, but I can. I'm going to mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> okay. He likes that one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and the audience is pretty easily pleased. They uh-huh. liked it too. Yeah. Um, for her part, she's she's kind of. I mean, she hasn't denied that she uh, has something, of course, through her veins that's minority related. But she's not claiming now. Here's how she explained it. Uh, she's not part of a tribe. Here's I am saying. an open book. And I've also oh, tried to make clear throughout this. I am not mm-hmm. a citizen of any tribal nation. Uh, only Nobody tribes determine tribal citizenship. It's mm-hmm. not done by DNA. Uh, the Boston Globe has done uh, an extensive analysis uh, and come up with the fact that uh, nothing in my background ever made any difference in my hiring. All right. Mr. Deal knows this. And, and the reason he raises it is because he's just uh, trying to do Donald Trump's bidding here. Oh, jeez. That's, that's a common theme from Beto to uh, Gillum in Florida to Warren in Massachusetts. It's, this is all brought on by Trump. <laughs> she brought it on herself. No kidding. Good by letting, letting her be described as Native American. On forms. Now, whether it had anything to do with the fact that she was hired, I don't know. That's not the point anyway. The point is you're lying about your heritage for political purposes. And you continue to lie even though it was found you're not Native American at all. 164th or 1,024th of 1%. (laughs) Everybody has at least that much, right? We're all mutts. Yeah. All of us. No, I think I think that her DNA test actually showed that she has more uh, uh, in common with those that are trekking northward right now in the caravan yeah. than Native American. And yeah. seriously, that's what it said. So I ugh. well, I I mean, they didn't. Is there a test that you can do to find out if you're Cherokee or Chippewa Cree or Sioux? I I don't know. I don't know if there's even a test. And as she said, that's not how they determine it anyway. And we heard from the leader of the Cherokee Nation. He was pissed. He didn't. He didn't like this scam of hers. So maybe she should stop and just say, "Yeah, I withdraw. I have got no Indian heritage. I, pff, I just left it on a form a long time ago. I don't know why, but I have no Indian heritage." 
She could have gotten out of that a long time ago. She could have thrown her own family under the bus and gotten out of it with, with saving face. She could have just said, look, you know mm-hmm. what? It was something that, that, that my family passed down through the years. And upon me doing the research, I've discovered, you know what? I, I'm I, not. I was wrong. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. So, so let's move past that. Um, Would have been nice. But yeah, that's not what happens in politics. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, Beto O'Rourke, when he's pressed, at least he admits he's not Hispanic. At least he, you know, he's he tries to he tries to make it as though it was a perfectly natural thing for a white Irish kid in El Paso to be called Beto. Now, we asked last week when we were filling in for uh, Glenn Stu and I asked for people to call in from El Paso. Mm-hmm. If your name's Robert and you're a white guy. Did you go by the nickname Beto? Because he said, "Yeah, everybody. If you know, if you know anything about El Paso, you know everybody who's Robert or Albert or Alberto or Umberto. They all go by Beto. Really? If they're white, yeah, it's just, it's a thing in El Paso. <laughs> it's El Paso everybody thing. knows it's a thing. <laughs> so white guys named Robert called, and it's not a thing, and it is, it's 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 a lie." Is what it is. Now Hispanics are definitely we had we heard from Hispanics who said yeah absolutely uh, Robert or Roberto is Beto uh, a lot of times if you're Hispanic but not if you're white <laughs> if you're white and still people continue to do songs about him they continue to sing his praise somebody just did a big mural a uh, no 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 yeah a superhero mural oh, of on. Beto. Ripping his shirt open and a giant B on his chest. Do we? Ha- okay. He's Beto Man or something. I don't know. That's I in Austin. Find this. That is. Yeah, take a look at it. <laughs> they just did that in Austin. And meanwhile, some hick did this uh, Beto <laughs> song for him. Listen to this and, and tell me how in love you are with the musical stylings of this guy. Because it's good. Driving down a Texas highway, coming to a fork. We're gonna take it out of cruise control, hand it to old or cruise control. Flying Teddy gets in bed with corporate big money. Beto, he says, hell no, cause he's got integrity. Hand it to old Roar, hand it to old Roar. If we back in week, he'll win it. Gonna take it out of cruise control, send Beto to the Senate. Frazzle's been the beauty. Dallas to Colleen. Oh, you can name the Texas City. Love it. Copper's Coast. So you Places know in between. Big Amarillo right. and Brownsville, Big Spring and El Paso. Spend every county in the state so we can tell him what he needs to know. Yeah. To O'Rourke. Ted Cruz has got to go. Take that seat from Lion Ted and give it to Beto. And to O'Rourke. Love the super uh, superhero mural on the screen, though. If you're watching on Blaze TV, that is fantastic. I mean, it's well done. Uh huh. It's just pathetic. Yeah. Way up there in Washington, they drain the swamp of suit. Right. The wealthiest Americans who do not give, give a hoot. About health care and education and our future in the USA. I just had but Texas is going to do the country a favor. Let that old have his day. Yeah. Hey, two old Roar. Hey, Ted Cruz has got to go. go. Grab the wheel from Dreadful Ted and hand it to Beto. Bet on Beto. Bet on 
get out of cruise control, sent that old Tootsie Sunday to over our. He's indivisible with all of us. He's and that water burner eater's gonna be our leader. He's a man that we can trust. And it's too old, Ted Cruz has got to go. Don't wanna repeat in the Senate seat. Let's give it to the Beto. Yeah, old Ted Cruz, he's got to lose. Let's hand it to Beto. Beto. Wow. Beto. Wow. But he's indivisible with he's indivisible with all of us. Oh boy, that's a lot of words there. <laughs> he's okay. I'll work on that one. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. There was another one too. Oh, it was the leader of the pack thing we played for oh, you no, no, yesterday. No, no, no. Was that actually from the Beto campaign? Do nah, we know? I, I think it was just some uh, sycophant. Ted mentioned that you know reelect him and you'll never have to suffer through yeah. one of those songs about him yeah he gave ever. a solemn promise on twitter yesterday a ted cruz said promise. i will never produce videos <laughs> like this oh my gosh he's he's had some fun with beto in this campaign it's it's been great yeah and uh he's got a lot of material because the guy is anti-texas he's the anti-texas candidate he should be running in california or massachusetts he'd be perfectly fine for them yeah or, you know, Norway or Sweden, you know, some socialist state. He's going to be great there. It'd be great. He's just not Texas. And, and by the way, they think he'll, he'll be great too in 2020. They're already trying to groom him for that. Good grief. It may well be that he's the 2020 Democrat nominee. You know, because he's got that certain je ne sais quoi, I guess, for Democrats. Well, he's a rock star. <laughs> yeah, the ABC reporter that just about, uh, I mean, was practically tongue-kissing him during her interview with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. 888-900-3393. Um, you know, if fake news was a product, it would be a superfood. Why? Uh, look at the superfood container that you have, the containers in your home. Uh, if it has a supplements facts panel, it means it's made from extracts instead of real food. Field of Greens is real superfood. And the difference can be seen right on the bottle because it has a nutrition facts panel on it. It's real food. It's actual food. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of USDA organic fruits and vegetables. I love that. Now, I eat fruit, but I get zero vegetables in my diet from my actual, you know, food intake. So I really appreciate the fact that I can get kale and I can get the spinach and I can get the broccoli all in my system. And I do feel like I have more energy during the day. Just I just feel better about it. And you're going to be healthier. So go to BrickHousePat.com and try Field of Greens for yourself today. It's it's a great product. It, it, you take one scoop, you put it into, say, eight ounces of water. It flavors it. tastes a lot like Kool-Aid. Or you can put it in a shake or smoothie, which is what I do. And if you use the offer code PAT at BrickHousePat.com, you'll get 15% off now. Now you can get 15% off with the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. You know, I wish dogs in Texas could vote. <clears throat> yeah, we, we've got a dog who made a statement, <laughs> kind of a political statement, uh, recently. Yeah. And we want to show you this. Let's see this. Uh, because uh, here's a dog approaching a Beto sign. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Lifts his leg on it. 
and uh, does his That's thing. That's a good dog right there. <laughs> That's a good dog. <laughs> I've noticed the signage battle in my neighborhood, though. I told you that uh-huh. right when you come into the neighborhood, there's that Beto sign. Yeah. So the neighbors on the other side of the street have put all down the street. They, like, they take up almost a city block with their house, but it's... They put uh, Ted Cruz signs about every three feet apart. So you see that before you see the other guy's signs. Love it. So there's a, <laughs> I think there's a battle brewing now. And again, I am seeing a lot more Ted Cruz signs than I am Beto signs now. And it was the exact opposite in the beginning of this thing. And now I think people are realizing, hey, you know what? Uh, Ted, Ted needs some support here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, the guy raised 38 million in one quarter, 60 million. And you see that. If you live in Texas, you know because you see the ads all day, every day. He's he's really doing a uh, a huge blitz right now, and uh, trying to squeeze every ounce out of this campaign that he possibly can, so that you know you'll remember him in twenty twenty and vote for him for uh, you know the Democrat nomination, and then he'll get crushed by uh, yeah. Donald Trump. And apparently, Beto's been texting uh, people outside of Texas, which is weird. Why? Why are you doing that? Uh, maybe it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's um, uh, unless laying he's the groundwork. Laying the groundwork. <laughs> that could be exactly what it is. Twenty twenty. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Much more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, get a lot of tweets after the show now because some are just not dedicated enough to get up early in the morning and listen huh. live. Huh. Uh, so they tweet after listening to the show. We had this from. Uh, I, I guess there's some rebellion. Oh yeah, going on over the guitar stylings of Beto. Yeah, the the folks are um... a guy who's going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with this. I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. Okay? Yeah. So That one. That's the song. Whining about it <laughs> from Kim Lewandowski. Thank you, Keith, for the unwanted beta, beta guitar solo playing. Wait, I didn't do anything. You, you actually, it's not Keith. Um, I feel so <laughs> violated and unclean. My ears will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Must listen to Aerosmith for treat. That's a good treatment, though. <laughs> that should help. Uh-huh. From Chad Bowes. Uh, please stop playing these horrible Beto songs. <laughs> From Michael, Beta O'Rourke's broken guitar riff starts. Headphones come out. <laughs> okay. uh, struggling Lumby, Rockstar O'Rourke. They keep using those words. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, from Daniel Chappelle. Uh why haven't we heard the caravan is the result of global warming? Right? Really good question. Oh, boy. Is this the only thing in the last two centuries that hasn't been caused by global warming? Uh-huh. Uh, from not a cop, 14,000 in the caravan is more than the number of paratroopers we dropped on D-Day. How is this not an invasion force? Uh-huh. Another great question. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it is an invasion force. That's the answer, of course. Promiscuous fish tweets. <laughs> I'll find yesterday's story about the fish with the drugs. 
that dog better be careful. What's on that sign is worse than uh, butt tongue disease. Butt tongue. Remember disease. the remember the butt tongue disease we had to worry about with the dogs uh, licking yeah. your face and stuff. Yeah, where you thought you were safe <laughs> to let your dogs because the theory is, oh, a dog's mouth that's cleaner than a human's. Uh, yeah, they've got some sort of antiseptic in their system. It's a it's a natural antiseptic that kills <laughs> all the bacteria. Really? Except, except, no, it kills you. Really? Is what it does. Uh, people have lost limbs, uh-huh. lost their lives. Yep. Don't let your dog yeah. kiss you in the face. I mean, just kind of a rule of thumb in life. Don't make out with a dog. Yeah, that's uh, it's a good safety tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there you go. 888-900-3393. This is fascinating. I, you know, every time a story like this comes up, I can't help but think if this happened at one of the schools where my kid was going, where one of my children were going to school, I would be out of my mind. Yep. I'm already, it's, it, it hacks me off anyway. But it's not our kids, you know, and it's already, I'm this, I know what story you're doing here. This is. So in Colorado, a school district has now apologized to parents. Why? Because they hosted a drag queen as part of career day. Are you kidding me? Spokesperson for Adams 12 five-star schools said Rocky Top Middle School. Middle school. These are six, sixth to eighth grade kids. Uh, they said the staff should have notified parents that a drag queen would be speaking to their kids. Yeah, so if you're going to insist on doing that, maybe the parents could opt out. But they didn't. Drag queen identified as a person who goes by. This is great, too, because <laughs> the name this person goes by is Jessica Lahore. Uh, 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 what? Yeah, Jessica Lahore. That's uh, that's beautiful. And the district confirmed. Yeah, sure enough. Jessica Lahore was <laughs> invited to career day. You got a problem with that? What's your what's your deal? What kind of hater are you? So it's okay, French. So you don't like men dressed up as women no. with the name like Lahore? No, it's not like French people. Yeah. Sounds like a French name. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, Lahore was quoted as saying afterwards, <laughs> I knew it was going to be controversial because that was nothing that would be allowed when I was in middle school. At the time, it opened up a door for conversation. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a conversation, conversation piece. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. If you're sixth... Greater uh-huh. is going to a career day, and the career that is being presented is drag queen career. I didn't even know you can make a career out of that. Is that a is that seriously a position? You yeah, can... I mean, come on, think of how many kids' parties you know. You're is like you need entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah? the okay. whole clown bit is Instead, old. Yeah, so you just have a drag queen. You have a drag queen show up at the, the kids', kids. party. Mm-hmm. Named Jessica Lahore. No, I think uh, since it's French, it's Lahore. Um, district spokesperson Joe Ferdani said he believed the visit by Lahore would demonstrate their inclusiveness of all, no matter how they prefer to dress. Oh. And the name wasn't disturbing to you at all, uh. Uh, Mr. Superintendent. Seriously? <laughs> that is un. Believable. So let's just put this into perspective. You can't bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into a school without getting a, 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 a written form. Mm-hmm. Everything figured out, the logistics of where is the peanut butter and jelly sandwich going to be in relation to the kids that are allergic to the peanuts at that time. But, um, you know, we, we can just, uh, without the parents' knowledge, ahead of time, whatsoever. 
whenever we can have a um, Mrs. Jessica Ms. Lahore, Lahore mm-hmm. show up and talk about the drag queen industry. So Joe continued, uh, the school's focus is to have an event that is representative of the diverse backgrounds and com- careers in the community. I, you know, I mean, that is such stupidity. This person should be fi- Whoever made this decision should be fired immediately. You've got the judgment of uh, somebody who's brain dead. Lahore said dressing in drag is her career. <laughs> she told uh, uh, one of the local TV people, Dylan Thomas, her work takes her around the country and often leaves her working six days a week. Lahore, now how would... Tom Brokaw say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, whore. Jessica, oh, 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 whore. Uh, today in Louisville, Kentucky, although that's not where it happened, but in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Jessica, oh, whore, showed up for career day. <laughs> she didn't perform for the students, rather electing to read a book which addressed bullying. <laughs> The book talks about bullies and the negative things that can happen through being bullied. One student's parents sent uh, an email saying, in part, we as parents are in an outrage and this is so inappropriate on so many levels. It's gratifying to see that, okay, good, even in Colorado, where they're getting pretty liberal now. Yeah, little California. It's still, they still draw the line somewhere. Thank you. They still draw the line as parents. Okay, we don't want our kids necessarily to hear about the drag queen industry. <laughs> Maybe that's not the career I want them to consider. Why not, Pat? Yeah, I just, I, uh, too much traveling. <laughs> too much traveling <laughs> too much involved traveling. in the cross-dressing yeah. industry? Yeah. Uh. Um, Ola Hoare said she felt most students were educated by her visit. I went to four classes. In every class, one person asked me how to handle negativity and hate, Lahore said. So wait, are we sure it's Lahore or it's not Lil Whore? Uh, it would be L-I-L if it's Lil. Okay, just checking. Just want to get it right. You know? There were a lot of kids interested in how I could have the confidence to go out looking the way I look. District oh. wouldn't apologize to concerned uh, parents, um, but they did apologize for not giving parents notice. That's, I mean... Seriously, parents should have known in advance who was going to be speaking, and that didn't happen in this particular situation. Parents just needed to have more information and context about what was going to be talked about and some background on this individual, and they weren't given that information. For her part, Lahore said she hoped person <laughs> parents would see her visit as educational rather than inappropriate. Hmm. Yeah, you can hope all you want, <clears throat> but uh, I'm sorry. No, it's inappropriate. Completely wrong. On every level. She said, I would tell the parents, I'm not telling your kid to go off and become a drag queen. I'm telling them to have the conversation because it will come up in life. Yeah, it doesn't have to come up when they're 12. It doesn't have to. What does that mean the conversation is going to come up? I don't know. Like like everybody is going to consider being a drag queen? Shut up. Uh, I swear. Let's normalize everything. What's left? Oh, for sure. We're Oh, what's left? Honestly, what's left? What's left? I don't know. Let me, let me contemplate that for a minute. What is left? Is there any taboo that a liberal school district wouldn't bring into the lives of your children? Mm. 
You know they they do. No, I don't think there is. Yeah, I was gonna say hide bestiality. I was gonna say hide your kids' ears before we say bestiality. bestiality. Maybe the is that thing. the last taboo? There's two taboos: bestiality, polygamy. For some reason, now huh. I despise polygamy, mm-hmm. especially since people still think, in some weird way, even though it's been 130 years or whatever. But they think that people in my faith practice it, which they do not. Um, but there's polygamy that is taboo still. Mm-hmm. And there is bestiality, I suppose. And incest, probably. Mm, it's nope. getting a little more. Oh, I don't know. No, no, I don't no. know. Make it stop. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But how do you make that case? You can't. You can't legislate love. You can't control who someone will love if they love their brother or sister and their adults or consenting adults. Who are you to say so hang on. that their love is inappropriate or wrong? So hang on. Seriously. That's more acceptable, you think, in this society than polygamy? Probably. Probably. Okay. Well, it's been and, nice knowing I, you, America. I think only because the polygamists, there usually there's a religious connotation there. Mm, oh, so that makes right? it bad. I guess. So that it. makes yeah. it bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And with well. bestiality, the only reason they think that's bad mm-hmm. is because the beast, <laughs> the beast can't involved, no. can't give consent. Well, right? they gotta stop walking around naked is what starts it all. <laughs> I mean. So, other than that, I think everything's fair game. Okay, so that's good. Twenty eighteen rolls mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as it should be, right? I mean, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. What am I today? I'm hashtag. Uh, oh, I took it off. Hate monger. You think they'd have Beto come in and show oh, no, wait, how rock stars no, 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 sound? No, no, no. Bob, I've been afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. I need more coffee. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't get you up and ready for the day. You're not going to go back to sleep after hearing that. Nope. It's a good thing. Nope. It's perfect for the morning. Triple A, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, oh, also last night, we had a winner. Yes. No, uh, more, no more calls, please. We I'm do back have from South Carolina. I had a trip this weekend. I remember going to the gas station and buying a couple of lotto tickets. Oh, I probably said too Be much. Nice. Be great. Uh, Mega Millions winning number is out, and a single lucky ticket holder in South Carolina can claim the largest jackpot ever offered. A single ticket holder. Oh, my god! So far, yeah. I'm trying to see if anybody else has come in here. $1.6 billion is what somebody just won. Uh, the cash, the one-time cash option is $913 million. We figured out that, that after taxes, that would be about $540 million you would take home. Now, should they cut it by, uh, you know, and just leave you with a third of the money? No, but, I mean, you'll still get by okay on $540 million. Listen to this fun fact. South Carolina is one of eight states, along with Delaware, Georgia, Kansas, Maryland, North Dakota, Ohio, and Texas, where winners mm-hmm. can remain anonymous. anonymous. No, that's a good thing. Oh. Yeah. I, that's that's how you'd want it to be, because yeah. otherwise you're going to be deluged, especially with this kind of money. But if this I mean, is so- wouldn't your friends say, look, you're not going to miss $1 million. Yeah. That's like... If I loan somebody five dollars, please just give me a million dollars. You're gonna, I, I'm gonna call this person. Yeah. If yeah. I find out who it is, Did you ever pay? Uh, speaking of five dollars, Chris Cruz back the five dollars you owed him. 
<clears throat> no, I was waiting for the Mega Millions to come in. Oh, so well, we'll see. Maybe he's the big winner. Um, uh, I mean, that is just the magic numbers drawn. If you want to look at your ticket, oh, I did five twenty-eight. Nope. nope. Sixty-two. Nope. Sixty-five. Nope. Seventy. No. And the Mega Ball, five. No, I was zero for six last night. Hmm. Yeah. So you didn't even. Nope. Get anywhere near it. That was fun crumpling up that ticket and just uh, tossing it When you think about the odds there are to pick three, four, five, six numbers like that and get every single one of them right, that's nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that anybody ever does. I I knew somebody very, very close to me that uh, the Georgia Lottery back at the time, um, they did the six numbers. And this individual was looking at their ticket and the screen. The first five digits were correct. The sixth wow. one was one digit off. Did they win anything? Yes. Uh, got how much? I want to say around 20 grand. I really don't remember mm. exactly. But it would have been $8 million. Oof, uh, So just a bit outside. Oh, man. That'd be something you'd think about for a long time. Like not taking advantage of uh, Clear Channel stock uh, before the big Clear Channel <laughs> uh-huh. explosion in the '90s. Uh, that's something you would think about. Too. What about buying Bitcoin when or, it's worth or that a quarter yeah. of a cent? When it was like, <laughs> yeah, you it, at ten cents a coin, and now it's you know six thousand two hundred or whatever it is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Well, if you if you're not the lucky winner, um, you're going to want to find, and you're trying to sell your house. Or you want to buy a house. You need a realtor that you can really trust. And that's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. We have found over 1,200 of the best agents in the country. And they're fully vetted uh, based on how committed they are to uh, being a realtor. You know, what do they know about curb appeal? The landscaping, the trim, the paint of your house, the professional staging that needs to be done. The pictures that have to go up on the internet. There's so much that goes into selling your home quickly and for the most money. They'll also know when to list. They'll know what's happening in the market right now. And what it'll look like in uh, in six months. Because pricing your home correctly when it's first listed, that can ensure a quick sale for you. This is why you should work with the agents of realestateagentsitrust.com plus They're vetted to the point where we find out if they're fans of the show because then you have that common bond between you. And it just helps. Makes things more comfortable. 1,200 of the top agents in America working to earn your trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where Steve Madursky tweets, if we start calling Robert E. Lee Beto, he's Robert, can we keep his statues up? <laughs> Beto E. Lee. We need to do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a statue of Beto E. Lee. What are you taking that down for? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Kim Lewandowski, you can't bring a Bible in schools or have bake sales, but you can bring a drag queen into the schools. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what, your problem with that? Yeah, what is this? 2018. And so it's 2018. Huh. What kind of hate are we experiencing here? 
Seriously. What kind of mongering are you mongering in? What a mongerer of of hate Hatred. and mongered stuff. stuff. Other other mongered nonsense is in there too. You know that. You nailed it. Uh, from promiscuous fish. Wow, all the hate coming through my headphones. Come on, Ted. Come on, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. That's so great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Some millennials. This is uh, really sad. According to a new study, about twenty five percent of millennials have reported symptoms of post traumatic stress disorder (PTSD). Why? We yeah, well, know what's uh, happening. Obviously, what? Because Donald Trump won the election, and uh-huh. they're still reeling. They need some therapy. They need some help. They need to work through this thing. Students were evaluated using the impact of event scale, which measures this measures the stress response to a potentially traumatic event. For the study, students were surveyed in January and February of uh, last year mm-hmm. and answered questions about symptoms like intrusive thoughts or avoidance that they experienced in the months after the election. One out of every four people surveyed met the criteria for clinically significant symptoms related to the election. I can't. They can't. I mean, we're not going to survive if we don't stop this crap. Seriously, that is asinine. Millennials, um, a quarter of them that PTSD, have sought treatment. Because, yeah. So, in other words, the, wow. the fact that they they needed treatment. After an election mm-hmm. is says a lot of and of itself. Just sad. And then a quarter of those have been diagnosed with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know who to tell to shut up more. The millennials that are freaking out or these mm-hmm. psychologists or whoever the hell diagnosed this stuff. I can see that you need some kindness in your life. Yeah. Keith. I need uh, something. It was a resolution in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Okay. Trying to become... They wanted to declare Cheyenne a city of kindness and oh. generosity. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. like this. This so is a good little feel-good story we got going here, huh? City council got together, and the measure failed. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> wait hold on a second. What? Yeah, measure. They don't, they don't want to be a... They don't want to be a city of kindness and generosity, it's, I guess. Wait a minute. It's it's like a... It's a resolution. A non... Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Councilman Richard Johnson said, when I drafted this, I basically made all the scary stuff go away and made this generic. Okay. And it was still opposed. Uh, Councilman Rocky Case didn't think the governing body should be in the business of legislating kindness and generosity. Okay. Okay, well, that's interesting. I I can see that, but stop it. Right, Ivan? Is there a phone number people can call? (laughs) Ivan, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, some words on a piece of paper are not going to deter an individual that wants to go commit a less than kind act. That's probably true. But still. It's just whatever. This reminds me Stupid. of when the Houston City Council, 15, 16, 17 years ago, uh, passed a resolution that there should be no deployment of troops in the Middle East. Um <laughs> Why are you wasting your time with that? Do you know that the Houston City Council doesn't control that, right? <laughs> you know that makes 
That makes no never mind what? Uh, to the Hold people on. in D.C. Hold on a second. When we mm. send troops to a foreign country, yeah. that's not done on the city level? It's not done. on. It, no, it's uh, it's not the Houston wow. City Council that decides that. Getting a civics lesson from you today. <laughs> I know. I, I see this whole time. I was thinking it was. You're probably going to have PTSD as a result of finding out uh-huh. these shocking details. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you some help afterwards. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, meanwhile. Coming a bottle. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy's office in California was vandalized this week, uh, according to an Instagram post by the congressman. Uh, His local office is in Bakersfield, California, and they posted some photos of suspects and the damage that was done by them. Two young men were caught on surveillance cameras outside the office, uh, throwing a large boulder through through his window. Oh, nice. So he posted the thing. Did anybody know these two guys? They threw a boulder through our office window and took office equipment. It's kind of weird. If you're going to vandalize somebody, why would you? I guess maybe they hate him because he's mm-hmm. Repu- Republican. It's not the first GOP office to be vandalized in recent weeks. A Republican Party office in Wyoming was intentionally set on fire. Oh, that's because that resolution didn't pass to make them all happy Could and be. kind to each other. Had they passed it, though, uh-huh. they would have had to be kind. Yeah. See? Vandals later hit the Metropolitan Republican Club on Manhattan's Upper East Side, smashing windows, spray-painting anarchist signs on the door. That's not a problem, though. That's not a mob. Don't call it the... um, In fact, don't use the M word. No, 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 no. That's inappropriate. And I'll thank you uh, not to be inappropriate. 888-900-3393. Got Dan Andros coming up in a few minutes. You know our friend Dan from uh, years ago. He's with... um, Faithwire. Faithwire. Faithwire.com. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to talk to him about uh, something really interesting that he's doing. We'll get into that next on Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 We have our friend uh, Dan Andros we're going to talk to in just a second. But first, this portion of the show brought to you by Zone. Holidays coming up. We've got uh, Halloween a week from today. All that candy. Then you got all the all the Thanksgiving food. You got all the Christmas and New Year's stuff coming. You know it's it's going to be hard. But there's there's some help available. It's called Riduzone. R I D U Z O N E. Riduzone.com. Go there. It is a safe, natural, FDA acknowledged dietary supplement. It can help you lose weight. They've taken the good stuff that's in olive oil, the OEA mo- molecule. Um, and it's been shown to boost your metabolism, reduces your appetite. So for about a buck thirty nine a day, Riduzone can help you get through these holidays and help jumpstart the new you for next year. Order it today at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, and 30% off. Time to make it happen. And especially now, this time of year, it's really hard. Make it easier on yourself. Riduzone.com. Uh, Dan, welcome. Thank you. I'm I'm in for Ridgey Zone. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, look, you need it. <laughs> you look like a drawing of a stick figure. Uh, so um, how have things been going? You used to write for uh, the Glenn Beck program. I did. As probably yes. most people remember. Yeah. And now you are with Faithwire. Yes. Yes. We uh, started up uh, uh, a new site dedicated to kind of looking at things through a faith lens. So I mean, I know. Mm-hmm. The Blaze does some of that for sure on some of their stories, and I know mm-hmm. you guys all have that that lens as well. But you know, we take it a step farther and really kind of pull out those faith angles from 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 all the stories. Like one today, we've got 
<clears throat> pardon me, I'm losing my voice, which is always handy on the day you're going on the air. But <laughs> um, the Gosnell movie, have you uh, have you been following that? What's going uh, yeah, on with that? Yeah, a little bit. Where and it they're... did really well when it came out, and then a bunch of, like, hundreds of theaters dropped it. Yeah, they're just like, what? we don't want money. Yeah. So we, we want to protect um, the, the right to slaughter babies, so yes. we need to hide this movie. Terrible. Uh, if you remember, do you remember back when the Gosnell trial was going on, there was that picture um, you know, here's this guy who's the poster child of everything wrong with abortion and really kind of highlights how evil this act actually is. Mm-hmm. And they showed the picture of the journalist row at the at the courthouse and it was all empty. Just oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, there was all this right. all the seats. So it's almost they're the same thing again wow. with these wow. with these uh with these wow. movies. But um but we have a story yes. up there today on Faithwire um about a so a woman who was pro choice and went to watch it and and completely flipped. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's great. So um, that's great. Yeah. So stuff like that. Because yeah. usually, you know, you're on the extremes. I mean, e- either you are wholeheartedly, for some reason, I I never understand this. You are all about abortion and that the women's reproductive right, thing. Yeah. um, to, vitriolic about it. Yeah. Or you know, you believe it's murder, like like we do, and yeah. uh, it's hard to change people's minds on that. Yes, it really is, and. And uh, I mean, I think there's not much you can do other than pray that their eyes are open because yeah. you'll notice that when you use logic and science, which shows that it's clearly a, a human. Have you guys seen the Magic Birth Canal video, by the way? I, I just I'm actually ashamed that I just saw this the other day. You will love it. Look, Google familiar, it. Huh? You know, look it up on YouTube. But Magic it's a, it's a it's a comedy canal. video. Oh, and she's saw that. and she's yeah. holding this big plastic yeah, yeah. birth canal and she's calling it the Magic Birth Canal. And she says it starts as not a baby. And ends as a baby. And then it's like they're holding this little baby doll. And she's like, but where does it happen? So no one birth- knows. You know? <laughs> so it's a pro-life message. Right. Oh, Set yeah. The comedy. And it's, That's awesome. it's perfect. It's so yeah. well done. That's really good. Okay. Um, yeah. um, have, you, have, you, uh, have you seen the Louis C.K. bit on this? You know, we were. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but we were just talking about it last night. It's amazing. You might yeah. want to put the headphones up for a second. Because oh, yeah, this is really, really good stuff. Now, I, I would assume. I, I don't know him. And I've never heard him really explain political things except for this. Uh, but based on who he hangs out with and the crowd that he's with on a regular basis, yeah. I would think he's very, very progress- progressive, liberal. Uh, but this is one of the better routines I've heard on abortion. People hate abortion protesters. They're so shrill and awful. They think babies are being murdered. <laughs> what are they supposed to be like? Uh, I don't know. It's not cool. I don't want to be a about it though i don't want to ruin their day as they murder several babies all the time i don't think it's killing a baby i don't i mean it is it's a it's a little bit it's a little bit killing a baby it's a little bit it's 100 percent killing a baby it is it's totally killing a whole baby but i think that women should be allowed to kill babies. That's what I think. <laughs> they should be allowed to kill babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. We get to kill babies! <laughs> Do some shots and kill some babies. <laughs> I killed like four babies last night. It was f***ing retarded. I just think it has to be one or the other. You know, like when people say abortion should be legal, safe, and rare. 
why rare if it should be legal? If it should be legal, it's it's shitting. If it should be rare, it's murdering babies. Brilliant. I mean, it's yep. a brilliant routine, especially yeah. for the audience involved, you know, because yeah. they're probably yeah. mostly abortion yeah. supporters. They don't see it coming. Yeah. No. They yeah. had to love it. And they had to walk away from that thinking about it. They uh, had to. Had to. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got an interesting uh, course, online course that you're doing now yeah. on Faithwire. Yeah. So we've created a resource because, um, and, and, you know, I came across this study from Barna. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Barna, but they're, you know, big polling outfit yeah. and, mm-hmm. um. I came across this study that they did about a, I don't know, a year or two ago or something like that. And it just kind of goes through all the numbers of people struggling with pornography. Um, mm, and when you look that's at when a you, high number, oh my gosh. And it's a high number. And then I know that Christians tend to be like, you know, the, the first reaction is like, well, that's, you know, that's society. I mean, we look at all the dysfunction, the sexual dysfunction going on with society. Mm-hmm. We can't even say what's a man and a woman at this point. Mm, I mean, right. like there's no moral standard that anyone is following on that issue and it's you can see it's causing us to go off the rails sorry so um so yeah so so a lot of what's driving that is this pornography addiction and um among christian men you have 64 percent have viewed porn in the in just the last month so they admit to that that's the people who admit to it and so the reason why we create it's much higher oh so you know it's much higher than that i I just saw it estimated that 90 percent of of kids 18 and under from yeah. like 10 to 18 yeah. are addicted to porn yeah because because of technology and actually mm-hmm. my my kids actually they come up in the morning and they they get on siri would we tell them you can't do that when we're there and they get on siri and my wife comes in mortified the other day and uh i'm like what happened and she's like well they were trying to get on siri and you know my one son talks sometimes when it's a little groggy you can't understand it and siri comes back to with this like sexual like, no, I don't know what you mean by, and it was a reference to oral sex. And, and I'm like, what the, oh, wow. I'm like, thanks Siri. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah. Um, so to Jeez. your point, yes. Like the, even if it's by accident, these, right. these kids are able to, to stumble to upon this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And so, um, and so, but so the numbers are staggering, they're going up, but the thing that really shocked me was less than 10% of churches actually have resources dedicated to helping people with it. And I don't know if that's because of wow. shame or fear. You know, I mean, porn's the silent killer. You know, you're struggling with this. You're not going to get the red carpet rolled out for you. You know, when, when somebody does a testimony at church and they say, you know, they say that they've had a their drinking problem or something like that. Like they, thank you, Keith. Sorry, my voice is, uh, is shot. But um, <clears throat> if someone has a drinking problem, they're not going to, you know, people kind of sympathize There's with that. There's not as big a stigma right. attached to drinking right. as there is to porn. Right. But you come up and you're the yeah. porn guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going, look at that. Look at that. Dirty, you know, but, but the, yeah. but the fact is, and so I know right now talking, by the way, I, I know that we're hitting, uh, there's a good chance, you know, we're not talking about the guy next to you, the guy over there, the, 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 the cousin, the aunt, we're, we're talking about you, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking about, I guarantee my voice is hitting someone who's, who's falling short in this area. So, so, uh, and then you combine that with the church is not having the resources. We decided to create this. It's, it's, if you go to setfreecourse.com you'll kind of see everything that's out there. And there's, there's a big Bible study and, and all of that stuff that goes along with it. Um, and so we just felt that it was an issue that really needed to be addressed because, as you said, when we're looking at this dysfunction that's going on with culture, mm-hmm. and, and what is, how does the left want to combat it? You know, they want to be the moral champions of Me Too, right? Like, they're the ones that created this culture. This, I mean, look at Hollywood, how they portray women as objects and, 
yeah. and sexualize them and, and how they treat sexual relationships, right? It's like, hi, mm-hmm. hi, uh, meet someone at a bar, tell a joke, cut, cut the scene in bed. Yeah. That's how Hollywood treats it. And then they're like, why are you treating women so poorly? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, gee, guys, I don't know. Maybe it's because you've set right. it up where I have to sleep with someone in five minutes or else I'm not doing it right. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and then you combine that with feminists who um, say that sex work is dignified. So, mm. so not only, <clears throat> you know, you used to have people say, you know, well, we would strip for, for college. That was kind of the one acceptable line, you know, that people had like, well, I was stripping, you know, but I did it for college money, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but now it's just, <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing these numbers have uncovered. The, the sh- this is the most stunning stat, Pat. And, and honestly, I think the reason why this course is needed more, this type of stuff is needed now more than ever is that. Not only is porn use more prevalent in younger people, 1824 men is where it's that's they're porn bros, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's just part of life. But not only is it increasing, it's becoming a morally acceptable choice. Mm-hmm. So so a majority will actually say they're either indifferent to it or it's okay. So there's nothing wrong with it at all. There's no objectifying of women, there's no damaging relationships. They don't, you know, you're you're pursuing something that's not real. You know, it yeah. is a massive dysfunction. Yeah, uh, and it and it causes major havoc in in your life. And well, it and, causes, it it can cause sexual dysfunction as well. Oh gosh, which is yeah. why you know the proliferation of of ED pills. Yeah, is so uh, enormous right now. Yeah, just, uh, it's everywhere. Yeah. So so we've uh, so we've kind of just hit the reset button. If you're if you're looking for something that's going to hit the reset button on a culture sort of gone mad. I mean, culture can't, I mean, because they have no moral compass, like I said, there's no moral standard. I mean, let's, let's be clear about that. They're not looking to God for how God set this up. I mean, let's not make a mistake about this. Sex is not something that, that is just outside. It's like this little thing that we all do on the side. Like God created it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a gift for us. And he put it and he designed it in a way that's supposed to be used specifically. And we're, we're messing that all up. We're, we're totally, we've, perverted it. we've totally perverted it. And it's uh-huh. not, and the church is not immune to it. Um, and not so at all. Uh, right. we're all human. Right. And and the availability of it online yeah. has made it a really difficult problem. Yeah. And and uh, I I was just listening to some psychologist the other day who said it was the I believe he said it was the hardest addiction to break ahead of tobacco and heroin. I I can't remember if he said heroin was harder to break or porn, but it, they were like yeah. one and two. Well, yeah, and and if you think about it, because, you know, porn is like the silent killer. Like, there's no, like, no one's going, like, if you do a bunch of heroin, like, you're probably going to start looking like you've done a bunch of heroin. Mm -hmm. But if you wake up in the morning and look at porn for an hour and then go into work, I mean, like, who's going to know? I mean, nobody knows. So so you walk around in this prison of of shame and fear, and no one ever knows about it. And people are living these double lives and and everything, and and it's tough. So, um, but to your point about, but looking at it younger... Um, there's another, and and the pastors in the, uh, and actually one of the pastors in the course is Doug Wilson. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he he kind of got no, noticed and 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 famous when um, uh, he he befriended Christopher Hitchens, uh, the famous atheist, and oh. so he did a tour with him around the. So you've probably seen a lot of YouTube clips where it's like Christian, you know, guy, you know, whatever you call it, uh, apologist goes, you know, debates with Christopher mm-hmm. Hitchens. Mm-hmm. Um, so so he he's in this course and he's a brilliant guy. And so he's laying out this stuff and he's talking about how, about that, how, how people are exposed to pornography at such a young age, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And you combine that with they're getting married later. 
So now they're not getting married till they're 27, 28, 29 years old. So, th- so a lot of young men are going through life, you know, either addicted to or always, you know, kind of dabbling in porn from the age of 12 to 28. And then they get married. And then we wonder why there's marital problems and they can't understand how to treat a woman or, or, yeah. or treat a spouse. Yeah. So you've had, you've had more than half your life now where you've, you know, put poison into your body. And then we get married. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it really hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. So setfreecourse.com. Setfreecourse.com. And yeah. is that up now? Is it available? Yeah. Yeah. You can go in. Okay. You can check it out. We, <laughs> we've uh, we've officially launched now. So, um, yeah, people are already signing up. And I know there's a lot of, like, church groups. If it, It's set up so that you can do it by yourself, um, like, like we were talking about with that fear. If you don't want to, you know, admit that to... <laughs> your friends and all this stuff at church, then you can, mm-hmm. you can go through this study by yourself if you want, and it'll be a big help. Um, I mean, I suggest that you have a mentor at least and go through it. That, that will be even more helpful. But, uh, but it's also set up so that you could do it like with a men's group or something at church, okay. um, and it would work great for that. You've been following uh, the pol- political uh, scene in Texas at all, the Beto oh, Ted Cruz yes. Have you guys battle? Have you guys seen the, um, the uh, propaganda video that ABC did with, uh, uh, with Beto? It's one of my favorite things because it's sad, but it's one of my favorite things that came out. And uh, I, I can tweet it to you or something like that. But okay. but basically, here's what they did. So you can imagine this scene. So, so Was it a- the one he did with the ABC female reporter? Yes. And You're he's walking. You're a rock star. Where yes. she calls him a rock star. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Did you guys go through all this already? Uh, some of it. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I just, I just found it fascinating that, the, the, you know, and somebody tweeted that this is how you make propaganda. Um, and it, and it's it's true. Yeah. It's the guy's yes. own rally. Right. It's his own rally. There's like okay, so there may be a thousand people in the state that love the guy, uh-huh. and they they do a circle walk around his rally. Yes, where they're all there to see him at the rally. Well, look at this. These people love you. You can't walk around the street without being. Yeah. No, you're at his rally. You're, you're not, a rock star. Right. He's like, oh, yes, God, at his rally with his true. hardcore you're political only support because it's true. <laughs> He's like, look, look at this. This guy can't walk down the street. He's like Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so blatant. It, so it blatant. Then they'll sit down with Ted Cruz in a darkly lit room uh-huh. with, like, orange light coming up from under him to make him look like a monster. <laughs> Ted. Yep. Ted, why do you hate Mexicans so much? You yes. hate them. Why? why? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Beta, you're a rock star. Yeah, here we go. We're going to play it right here. We're yeah, right. let's see let's this. All right. Um, one of the most simple, all wet. obvious yes. strategies that I've Working seen so hard. in a modern campaign. We just literally show up everywhere, all the time, for everyone. You can't go <laughs> 10 you. feet you without an interruption you. from a Beto backer. So much. I love you too. Thank you all. You're a rock star. No, no, it's just so no, my hair. <laughs> I'm going to be your groupie from now on. I follow you all over the country. He is... Uh, I think he's their candidate for 2020. I, see, I think the same thing, and I've had this dis- discussion uh, in my office with with my co- colleagues, and and they're like, "Well, you you can't put a loser out there." I'm like, "Well, let, going let's." To. I'm like, "But but is losing to a Republican Ted Cruz in Texas really losing?" Yeah, right. No, it's they not. They will consider it not. No, especially loss. if it's close. Especially if it gets yeah. somewhat close. Like that's a win. Yeah. I mean, to even get close to a Republican in Texas, it, yes, uh, is a win, and I think so too. And can, can we just break down? I just want to break down the science of what he was saying there at the beginning, mm-hmm. where he said, "We go to everyone, <laughs> everywhere." 
all the time. All the time. All the time. This everywhere, guy. Everywhere, everyone. How's that? Can we discuss wow. physics? I just would like to know how that's possible. Well, maybe he's God. Maybe he's I God. Mean, at least to the Democrats. Maybe he's he is God. Yes. That way. Yeah. <laughs> it wow. is. Impressive, Beto. Uh, I, I'll vote for him if he can be uh, with everyone that's everywhere. That's true. I think that would put me over the top. That, yeah. that, that, that would be a clincher yeah. right there. If, yeah, if yeah. you can be everywhere at every time. I'll yeah. give you my vote. I don't care what you stand right. for. Marxist. I might even pray. I mean, look, can we pray to Beto? I mean, this is this I what mean, they want us to do? Omnipotent. Yeah, point, exactly. So. so, like, dear Beto, please. Oh, I um, guess so. <laughs> gosh, help the migrants get across the border. You can be everywhere at all times. You <laughs> are coming. Beto. Gosh, it's, unbelievable. It's amazing. And the Sad. money he has raised, $60 million for a Senate campaign. Did Ellen have uh, Ted Cruz on? Um. <laughs> Uh, no, really? No, I'm sure they once. really. They probably no in their once. editorial meeting. They probably really yeah, debated that they one. Probably to, tried. You know. Well, they just right, ran out of right, time. I mean, the right. campaign is a, a four weeks away. <laughs> right. You don't have time to squeeze right. him in between now. She's and She's got some six. extra dancing. She's yeah. going to do. You got to do more dancing yeah. between now exactly. and then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think they'll say this was you know close a closer race than it should have been. Even though I I still believe Ted's going to win by oh. double digits. It's going to be I funny. He, yeah, I mean you never know for sure, but like my hunch too is that he's going to win by double digits like usual because it's Texas. Yeah, and uh, people are not falling for the Beto thing, and it's going to be funny. I really hope it's a blowout. I just I, I just too. are you going to have a gloat fest if it's a blowout? It would oh, be absolutely. really. I think you really need to prepare a gloat have fest to do if, that. if that's uh, if that's the case. Yes, there will be song. There will be there will uh, be gloating. Uh, will, there be, will you spritz your shirt so you can show like that you've been working really hard stand. for that? Yeah, you're a rock star. It's amazing because everywhere he goes, every time he's photographed or pictured, he's got sweat stains all over. The guy sweats more than Jeffy well, does. He, well, that's true, and that's that takes nasty. some effort. You know what it I'm does. saying? That's, he's that's not he's everywhere feet. all the time. So I mean, I guess it's that's true. And he's in Texas, so you know, wears you out. Yeah, wears you out. <laughs> it's hard work. work up a sweat. So, um, what do you? What do you think are the chances for uh, re-election for for uh, President Trump in 2020? I think they're good. I think they're. I mean, of course we don't. We don't know. um, You know, and I don't. Of course we don't know because you know the polls and everything else. We don't know who they're running. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, of course, but but the incumbent is just difficult to beat. And I just, I mean, look, the guy has proven time and time again that all he has to do is throw some nicknames at you and you're toast. (laughs) I mean, you know, really true. And then. And they stumbled. Really they, and then I, I personally, though, I think the media has just and I'm sure you guys have discussed this, but the media has far overplayed their hand. Big um, time. So they've been just crying wolf Big for time. so long and there's just nothing there. Right. I mean, like, of course, he does some dumb things, of course. Yeah. But um, but when they the Russia thing and, and all this stuff, it's like they've just been crying and crying and crying and there, there's nothing. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, I haven't been diving into that world too deep, but as far as I know, there's the been no smoking gun guy, uh, was demonstrated pretty clearly the other night in Houston where 18,000 people are in the arena mm-hmm. another 15 or 16,000 are outside watching on big screens right. they had 33 35,000 people there. well the economy's event. good i mean look and that's always look every you can talk about all this politics all you want and all these different issues but at the end of the day you know when politics are good the incumbent has a very or i'm sorry when the economy is good the incumbent has a very good chance of winning. Yes. I mean, that's historically right. been the case all the time, and Trump can make that case, and uh, and he make, can make a very good case. I know so, you recently went to Israel too, and he's been yes. fantastic on Israel. Yes, they must love him. There. They they do, they do. Except for the media, yeah, which is which is mm-hmm. what we found, by the way, and I, that should be coming out soon. That that uh, even over there, huh? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. The, when especially in in Jerusalem, where where they were opening, uh, you know, the embassy. I mean, there were Trump signs everywhere. There was, you know, 
um, thank you signs. Yeah, yeah. There was. I mean, and of course wow. it's Israel, so it's mixed. I mean, there was definitely. I mean, you're definitely going to find some people there who were. Yeah, who are just like kind of eye rolling the whole thing because they're like, oh, here we go, more more reason for people to protest and all that stuff. So there was definitely some of that, but uh, but overall, I mean, definitely well well liked. I mean, it wasn't like like the media portrays it where they all hate him. And what'd you go over for? We went over there for when the embassy was opening. Oh, okay. Um, and so we were actually there that day. I don't know if you remember the. Um, we were there for the actual official opening of it, huh? Yes, but we nice. didn't want to be like the rest of the media and just stand there and watch the ceremony for two hours. So we actually yeah. went around the country and we were watching to try to find where these protests were. And we oh, that's, and that's we were down at, we were down at the Gaza border. This was the most amazing part of the whole mm-hmm. trip. We were down at the Gaza border when that day when like fifty people were were killed. The the, the Palestinian sort of oh, yeah. you know the Hamas sort of. You know, agitators right. that were trying to break through the fence. Right. So we were down there that day when that was all going on, and we watched the media. So the, so the whole documentary is going to be on how the media concocts a narrative. We, we weren't planning on doing that, but that's we just saw it happen because, you know, you can only be in so many spots. You know, they, they, they let you only be here. So we were there with all these other media outlets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw reporters from these national outlets walking back and forth, pacing and practicing their interviews. And I'm like, you're not watching what's going on here. You know they would, and then they would go out with their reports, and everyone was talking about and the big bad evil I- what Israel. Was going on, they right? were burning tires. <clears throat> there was smoke there at the at the fence. What were they doing? They were burning tires. Yep. Um, to create a smoke screen so that they could break through the fence. Now, 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 of course, the media portrays that as well. It's just because they're oppressed and they want to get in there and they want some freedom. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute here. No, that's not. I downloaded an app when I was there because we were trying to figure out what was going on. It's called Red Alert. You could try this yourself. It's called Red Alert, um, and it's just like a red screen. Um, I'll have to maybe get an image of it for you guys. But it, it tells you whenever a rocket gets fired into Israel over the border from somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I did it because I wanted to know where the action was and so where I could you know, go report. And, um, and so I had the app on my phone when I got home. And it makes a noise like that, you know, when you get those annoying flood warnings and stuff. And it, mm-hmm. you know, it makes a big annoying noise. It was going off so many times that I had to delete the app from my phone. Oh, my god! Because, like, you know, every now, you know, not every day, but, like, on a, wow. on a day, all of a sudden, it would just start going off. And it would just be here, rocket here, rocket in this town. And the day after we left, one, one more quick story. The day after we left, um, a, a kindergarten got shelled by one of these rockets in yeah. the morning before they were there, thankfully, so nobody was hurt. But they're so used to it there that the kids still showed up for kindergarten that day. And there's video of them in there singing with a busted up wall outside where where, where, where a rocket hit. That's how used they are to rockets. That's what they deal with every day. Every day. And the media doesn't report it that way, though. It's, oh, wow, they're just shooting, you know, innocent protesters. Um, So you can uh, check out Dan's work at faithwire.com. Also, um, this new course you're doing, setfreecourse.com. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to see you guys. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed.